Welcome back to this space. I'm Sean on the Life Podcast. I uh, really appreciate you uh, coming back to join me. Uh, this is episode three, third posting. Uh, I want you to know I have uh, some uh, wonderful people that I've spoken to that I'm really looking forward to being able to share with you. Uh, this latest person, uh, his name is Scott Adamas. He goes by the name of Ace Bugs on Instagram. I'll spell that for you so it's easy for you to find. That's A-C-E-B-O-O-G-S. Please do go to his page. Um, everyone that I interview and speak to in this series, I am uh, truly interested in. I'm interested in their work. Before I even interview them, I look into the things that they're doing. Uh, this is also true of Scott Adamas or Ace Bugs here. And then I also continue to follow them. So uh, I also want to continue to see what work that they're continuing to put out there in the world. In this podcast, um, I'm very interested in those that are creatives, those that call themselves creatives, that are brave enough to put their work out there in the world, and um, Scott Adamas is one such of those individuals. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the um, interview, enjoy the things that he has to talk about, and also enjoy his energy. His energy is uh, is very upbeat, uh, extroverted sort of guy, even though he does have some introver- introverted tendencies. Uh, you'll hear in this episode that he loves um, astrophotography, which uh, can be you know, a solo endeavor takes a lot of time solitary time Uh, please stick with us Uh, please continue to subscribe and to listen do visit the website seanirl.com there you you can be directed to my instagram account which is team hall photo looking forward to bringing you more interviews like this and uh, just interesting people in the future and uh, if anyone has any others that are in mind that are of interest that you think would be great for me to interview and talk to i mean please do reach out on the seanirl.com website uh, get in touch uh, drop a comment on um, the episode pages uh, there of the podcast and even take a look through the uh, not updated blog at this moment but uh, more content uh, coming soon uh, so thanks again and please enjoy this interview this conversation that I have with Scott Adamas, a.k.a. Ace Books. <laughs> nah, that's cool, man. That's cool. All right, so I'm going to keep it as is. Okay. I don't I don't need these because um, I can't hear anything out of it anyway. Cool. I hate the fact I don't have this. The reason why it's important to have this is because I can check the levels. Right. You know, like like while we're actually talking. Right. And then make, you know, little adjustments. Right. But hey, right now. Hey, we're going to have fun with this. See yeah, what happens, yeah, you know? yeah. We're, we're going to see what happens. Look, man. Okay. But if I see, if I hear the next podcast in the next <laughs> podcast, like I can hear the person's heartbeat. <laughs> I kid you not. We are not friends anymore. <laughs> all right. All right. So, so listen. All right. So th- th- we're going to, we're going to start this one, you know, just kind of off smoothly. Cool. In that we're just going to like pretty much like get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I'll say, what I'll say is this is why. Uh, right before you do any job, any gig, right? Mm-hmm. It's always important to have a backup, right? Mm-hmm. That's why photographers have more. <laughs> Dude, let me tell you. Shoot. <laughs> Man, I, got a, I got my iPhone in my back pocket just in case. Like, that is last resort. Just like, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> you know? It's, it's, it's imperative, man. And, yeah, man. um, 
So just in case some of the previous audio that we were recording doesn't make it in, explain the full situation. Why am I talking to uh, Scott Adamas? Um, Sell it perfect. <laughs> <laughs> about you know backup cameras, man. It's because um, recording gear that I'm using, uh, I, I was not hearing any audio, and so I'm trying to like you know had to debug it, you know, in advance um, of us recording now mm-hmm. to figure out is this thing actually picking up sound? Find out that it is picking up sound. Thankfully, I mean, I'm sitting here with a laptop. We're able to hear that it was picking up sound, but this is why it's great to have backup solutions. Yes, 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 <laughs> okay. yes. You gotta have a plan B, That's C, right. D, E, F, G, everything. Right. You gotta have it all, man. That's right, man. Yeah. All right, so let's get into it, man. Scott Adamus, man. Why don't you? Now you said I, you said I said your name perfectly. Perfectly. Do a lot of people make they mess that up? They make mistakes. Yes. So okay. if you're from the Spanish culture, yeah. usually my name Scott, they usually put an E in front of it. Okay. Escot, which is not <laughs> that's not a thing. Um, and then um, my last name Adamus, people usually see it and it's basically Adam, but with an E, just like yeah, thrown in somewhere, you know. Yeah. So people see it and they're just like. Adams is close enough, so we're gonna say Scott Adams. I'm like, no, ma'am. Okay. Scott Adams. Okay. No. What? So, um, man, you just told me where you're from, man. I forgot. Hold on. Hold on. Let me see how the memory's working. Our friendship is just slowly dying on this podcast. It, it, <laughs> it is, but now I gotta see if I can bring it back. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, now you said wasn't you that Trinidad? Okay, now you gotta tell me, man. Okay, so uh, born and raised in Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yep. Okay. Um, All right, cool. And came here to the states when I was five years old. Okay. All right. So that is that a? Would you say that's a common name in a DR? Not at all. You know, okay. it's funny because like a lot of people will tell me, you know, you're Dominican, but you have the whitest name I've ever okay. seen. And I'm like, a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I have a very white name, and I always crack jokes about that because I tell my mom, like, mom, like, why did you give me such an American name? And they're like, she was like, honey, you know. We knew we were going to come to the States, so I didn't want to give you a really ghetto Dominican name. Yeah. I wanted to set you up for success. And I'm like, all right, mom, thank you. Okay. But for you to find another Dominican named Scott, mm-hmm. that's not happening. Hard to do. That's not happening Okay. No. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, though. I mean, like my name, uh, full name, Sean Christopher Hall. Um, so my background, Jamaican, Jamaican okay. background. But I, but I think... Um, Phenomenal food. Oh yeah, 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 for stuff. sure, for sure. That's why when earlier we were talking about Caribbean food, man, I'm I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, my name I think is I think is is not uncommon. I don't. So I'm going to say like yeah, maybe very white name, white because you know the Queen, England, you know all <laughs> that. So you know, uh, Jamaican ha- Jamaica has a close relationship, right? You know, right. to to England, and and I think it's very common, you know, to get those like sorts of names right, right. from there. Right. Um, but anyway, Scott Adamus, man. Like, actually, yeah, I've heard of. Uh, we were talking before. I said Ace Bugs, man. You no know, way. like, Ace like, Bugs? yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. I'm gonna say I think you have a powerful name, Adamus. I actually think it's, it's powerful Ooh. because when I was thinking about that, I heard it. And I thought, you know, it's almost like Marcus Aurelius or Ooh. something like that. <laughs> my you neck know? cannot support my head right now, man. <laughs> uh, I see what you're doing there. The right. compliments that you're slowly sneaking in from our dying friendship, <laughs> it is working. <laughs> Let me tell you. Continue. Continue. Yeah, yeah. No, man. But seriously, seriously. And, and, and I did. I thought that. And I thought, okay, with such a... In my, I think it's a unique name just because mm-hmm. I've never heard the last name Adamus, and it could just mean that maybe I just haven't been exposed to many things. Maybe I need to be exposed to more. Who knows? But when I heard Adamus, I thought Scott Adamus sounds like a, a great name to go by. So I wonder, um, Ace Books, where did Ace Books come from? Why? Oh, man. Okay. So 
the name Ace Books is it's really funny because um during the beginning of during the the beginning of Instagram, bong yeah. bong bong. Um during that time, um you know everybody's smartphones making an Instagram. That's when I was like popping and stuff. I was in high school and um I think. I saw the word ace somewhere, like I was somewhere and I just saw it and then I saw the word bugs somewhere else and I just like kind of like smashed them together and I saw them, you know, ace bugs sounds kind of cool, cool, let's let's just roll it, let's make it my Instagram name and then like a month or so, so passed by and the name just, I, it just wasn't ringing to me anymore. So I changed it and a good friend of mine at the time told me, dude, what what is this name that you, what is this? You should switch back to ace bugs. Um, and... I said, okay, you know, screw it. I'm going to switch, switch back to these books. And during that time, that's when I wasn't even thinking about photography at all. Um, I took a photography class my freshman year. And, it, you know, a little bit of interest here and there. It was more like an opportunity to get out of class and run around with the camera in high school, you know. Okay. Um, I developed more of a, a love for photography more within the last, like, three years or so. But little by little, as I started um, making my Instagram account from, like, you know, my personal life into more of a photography page mm -hmm. i thought to myself one name can i like brand myself with and everybody knows me with ace books so i just took that name and just continue rolling okay yeah stick with it yeah. all right so i was um <clears throat> so you know like i have just let you know like you know i was thinking about it before interview what sort of things i want to talk to you about right. you know and that was kind of one of the things that I did want to touch on. Like, you know, like, how did you come about photography? Was right. it something that you were really into years ago? But you just explained it that, you know, hey, you're just trying to skip class. Yeah, you literally, <laughs> well, that's how it started. <laughs> that's the, my earliest memories back in 2009, I was taking a photography class. And yeah. that class, they would give us little, like, little film cameras. And you had the opportunity to go walk around the school during yeah. hours get people out of class you know like yeah. it was just it was just too easy you know like yeah. 45 minutes just to mess around 100 percent, i'm gonna do it but, but did it light something in you like while you were because i know you said later yeah so back to, it, but to be completely I, honest okay. with you no at that okay. time it didn't at all um only because that's during that time is when i really started like developing a love for technology um opening computers breaking them seeing like oh what does this circuit do what does this you know so, so on and so on um, later on when I started working at Best Buy is actually when I like started developing a love for photography. Gotcha. And that's, I mean, that story, if you want to dive into it, we can dive into it. Let's dive. So basically, um, smartphones, uh, having an iPhone in, in your back pocket, a million applications and more and more applications to like edit photos started being developed. So with an iPhone 6 that I had, I was taking more photos, eh, editing here and there, some contrast. Let's take some saturation, not, like little stuff like that. Yeah. One, I was, I, I say like maybe like five months before I left Best Buy, my manager at the time, we had a phenomenal relationship, mm -hmm. a really good friend of mine. And he told me, hey, I'm leaving. What do you want? <laughs> I was like, whoa, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. What do I want? I mean, you're inside Best Buy. Yeah. There's a world inside of Best Buy. Yeah. Do I want a TV? Do I want an Xbox? That's what a I great offer. <laughs> it was a phenomenal offer. And man, like, I thank him so much for that because that's what really got me to where I am now. And at that time, you know, the first thing that came to my head is like, man, I would love a new Xbox. But I'm like, mm. I'm starting to like slowly develop that interest for photography. So I said, why not? So at that time, they had a really cool bundle going on for a couple of Canon cameras, and I just looked around, did a little bit of research, and I stumbled across the Canon T5i. Mm -hmm. Great entry, crop sensor, yeah, so. phenomenal, and I told him, hey, I want this, and he said, okay, cool. 
He zeroed it out for me, and hopefully he never hears this or anybody from Best Buy ever hears this so he doesn't get in trouble, but <laughs> um, won't say any names. Um, but I took that camera, and I literally went home that night, and I remember the first photo that I took. Yeah. And the first photo that I took, which was everything auto, of course, was my feet. Okay. <laughs> I aimed straight down. I was like, this is so cool. Click, and I still have that photo, and I look at that photo a lot because I love referencing and looking back at where I started compared to where I am now, you know, mm-hmm. um, because there's a, there's a lot of times that I, I, as a photographer, especially with like social media, you're on social media, you're looking at all the greatness other people are doing. This guy is traveling across the world with his camera. You know, he's doing this, he's doing that. Um, and it's, uh, it's very, um, how should I say? It's, it's almost, it's really depressing sometimes. Like it really gets to you and it, it, it really makes you think like, what am I doing? You know? So I usually will try my best to like stay away from Instagram. I'll sometimes actually delete Instagram for like a month, like really like unwind a little bit. And then I'll just come back and like with full strength and stuff, you know. Okay. But I'll look back at that photo, which I took of my feet of some beat up Sperry's. <laughs> and I look at like, hey, you know, this is where I started and this is where I am now. And yeah. I, it really gives me that like that motivation to continue going. Okay. All right. Um, wow, man. It's 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 sounding. It, it, I'm feeling like you know, <clears throat> were, were you like looking at my notes or something like that? Because I mean, the way you answered it mm-hmm. is that you know you you went into um, talking about this journey, but before because you're talking about um, starting someplace. What I think is like great to do, mm-hmm. and it's it's um, very easy to do now. You right. know, thanks to like you know how we store all our photos online. We right. don't have to like. It's it's a good thing and a bad thing that we store everything you know that we store everything online yeah. because you know we're not actually seeing you know those those works of art you know yes. or maybe they were works of art you know yeah before. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no hundred percent and you know it's funny that you say that because within the last year and a half I started printing my work okay and let me tell you printing your work versus seeing it seeing it on your iPhone on your uh, display or anything those are two different worlds you holding a photo in your hand has such a massive value behind it. But I also like printing my pictures because the fact that I can just throw them away and then in two years just like open up that like box of memories That's and right. I can see everything. Yeah. I love that. Ten Isn't there something different about it when you're actually like, hold, I, I, I don't know, man, like you feeling the paper that's yeah, actually printed that's on. That's actually everything, you know, it, yeah. when, you know, it, it, again, it has that, that value to it because when you're looking at a picture behind a, a screen, you know, an LCD, an OLED display, it, you don't get the same feeling again of holding a, a picture in hand. It's almost like, you know, looking at baby pictures of yourself, you know, yeah. you holding that old uh, film photo and in the memories that it instantly hits you with, it is something that can be compared to anything else. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, okay. So what I think is interesting, um, I think it's interesting that you got it. You were interested in technology, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you took this photo class. Uh, it wasn't that class that really sparked the interest. Yeah. Uh, you started working at Best Buy, mm-hmm. and then, you know, I guess being in Best Buy, being in an environment, yeah. maybe being around all that tech, you know, yeah. it just kind of, like, put it right in front of you. Yeah. Um, you talked about the iPhone. And the thing that I think is interesting is that, you know, with the phones now, whenever you hear a new announcement on a the phone, they, the speaker who's talking about that phone doesn't go that far without mentioning the camera on it. A hundred percent. Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that – so I, I wondered – sometimes wonder, what is what does that do? Do people even – care about they always talk about this camera right? right i know people are taking selfies yeah. i know people are are, are, are um, producing works that's going on tiktok and right instagram, you, know? <laughs> you know this this uh social uh, social media instagram all that stuff of you course know? of course but i've heard other photographers like you know wonder and ask this question like you know do does this technology does it 
will it actually take some of these um, that got in, some of these people that got into taking photos just because of having a cell phone? Will it will it make some people go further? But in your case, it looks like that's what it did do. One hundred percent. That's actually something that I constantly talk about with a lot of my friends, and a lot of my friends who ask me like, "Hey, like I'm developing an interest in photography. What camera should I buy?" And that's that's the first question I always get. What camera should I get? I'm never gonna suggest a DSLR to somebody only because I don't even shoot with a DSLR unless I'm doing professional work. If I'm running around, gunning around, like, you know, the camera that I have right here, actually, my Fujifilm X100F, and that's a small, like, portable mirrorless camera. But now with the phones that we have in our back pocket, these cameras are so fantastic. I mean, an iPhone 8 and so on and so on. The camera that you have there, literally in your back pocket, and I tell people all the time, you know, like, the best camera is the camera that you have with you, you know? Yeah. Um, don't focus on, hey, my camera has a trillion pixels, it has this, it has that, so on and so on. That is important, of course, yeah. but that that's really important when, when you're doing, like, crazy, crazy projects that you really need to, like, push your camera up to its, like, full potential. But if you're just running around trying to cache some memories, like, be able to look back at stuff, starting with your iPhone or any device that you have is such a great, um, like, entry point, you know? Yeah. Um, and starting with that, if you're constantly shooting with your phone, little by little, that will help you shoot even even more, which will potentially get you to get a camera. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, we all we all need it. We're, we're going to have a phone anyway. All right, 100. Right? We're going to have it in our pocket. Right. And so, if um, if you're getting more used to shooting. And as you go down that path and you find out you don't like photography. <laughs> yeah, you didn't spend $800 on a DSLR that's collecting dust, which a exactly. lot of people do. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. All right, so we skipped over this, but I, I do think it's important. We got the name out there, Scott Adamas. Uh, we got Ace Bugs out there. That's how people can find you mm-hmm. online. Do you want to spell it for them? Yeah, Ace okay. Bugs, A-C-E. B O O G S Ace Books. Okay, and then where are other places online, if any, that people can look for you? So right now, I'm actually going through a massive rehaul of like everything that I do. You know, um, I was using a certain domain for my Instagram before. Uh, excuse me, for my website beforehand, um, which is acebooks.com, of course. I still own that, but I switched companies that was hosting my stuff. So I'm currently rebuilding my website from scratch. So unfortunately, at this moment, I don't have a website. If you're looking to see like what I'm doing, like keep up to date and stuff like that with any projects, Acebooks on Instagram at this very moment is the best way to see it all. Okay. All right. That's fair. Um, a lot of people. And so is there is there a secret project that's that's. Uh, oh! <laughs> <going> <laughs> I mean, if you want to dive into that. <laughs> We'll, 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 we'll hold that. We'll okay. hold on to that. We'll hold on to that until later on. Yeah, cool, cool. Um, okay, so <clears throat> we know you're a photographer. We talked about your XF100 Fujifilm. Mm-hmm. Uh, talked about the fact that you started with um, shooting around iPhones, right? What, but what do you, when you have this camera in hand, what is it that brings you alive? It, what, what is the subject of choice? If, to be honest, that it really depends, you know, mm-hmm. um, like right now, like, with my daily routine, usually I have my little, you know, portable camera with me. Something that really gets me going is, you know, if, if there's positive energy around, if people are, are smiling, people are laughing, I want to capture that, you know. Those okay. are the best moments to, like, capture somebody laughing hysterically, um, somebody doing something funny, you know, stuff like that. That's such something that I do at work a lot. I'll have my camera with me, and whenever my coworkers are in the back in the break room being goofy, you know, I'll take out my camera and just like, you know, casually yeah. just snipe them. Um, and something that I do, a personal project that I do every year is each month, 
with all the photos that I take, I dump the photos there. And then each month I add more photos, add more photos. And these are photos that I don't broadcast anywhere. This, these are just for myself. Okay. And then at the end of the year, I'll go through all of them and I'll kind of look at all the memories, you know. And that's something that I've been trying to work on a little bit more only because I, when I first started doing photography, the photos I were taking was for social media, mm-hmm. which is cool. Totally fine, but it affects how you shoot, you know. If you're constantly okay. shooting because like, okay, this needs to be flawless. I need to post this. I need to get some likes. I need to get some comments. It it will change your craft. Yeah. When you're out shooting and you're out to just have some fun, capture the moment, and just look at stuff for yourself, the work that you're you're capturing or the work that you're putting out, two different things. Okay. Completely. That's the second time you mentioned that um, that social media can affect your work. So, That's... is this a this project of uh, dumping photos and then looking at them? Like when you. When you go back and you're reviewing what you've mm-hmm. taken, I mean, what what is uh, what is the purpose? Like, what what are you trying to do? Are you trying to get a sense of who you are as a photographer and where you're growing to, or the growth that you've already made? Um, I would say, like, for my personal project, like I call it the yearly project, and okay. I just go, which it branches out of capturing a photo of like my siblings as well, because I want to be able to like look back and be like, hey, dude, do you remember this day? Like, look how you look, look how ugly you look now, you know, like little <laughs> stuff like that, you know? Um, look at the massive pimple you had in your face this year, stuff like that, you know? Um, the photos that I take like of all my friends, my coworkers, the people that I really care about, yeah, it's just memories, you know, because I want to be able to look back years from now and me as a photographer, I know I'm going to be doing photography for the rest of my life. I love photography. But I want to be able to look back at look at memories because the memories are real. Since like you know you're freezing you're freezing time. Mm-hmm. I look at a photo. I can look at any photo I've ever taken. I can probably tell you the date. I can tell you what I was doing. I can tell you everything. And okay. the fact that it can help me remember that because my memory is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that it helps me yeah. remember all that stuff. <laughs> that's what I really care about. You know. Okay. Um, earlier, I'll say like a week ago or so, I was actually dumping like my year of 2019 onto my external hard drive, kind of like organizing everything and stuff. And just looking at all the homemade videos that I've made, um, the little videos that I made with my little sister Camila, with my little brother Derek, like all those memories and stuff, that's, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Like okay. those photos, those memories, compared to like the massive projects that I've done, Yeah, the, my projects, I love them. But the memories that I've captured with like my family, those intimate ones, 10 out of 10. Okay. Are you then selecting some of those images to be printed yes i am so uh, what i do as well is once the year's over i'll go through each month and i'll pick like okay march these are my 10 favorite images november this is what i like so on and so on and i'll print them Mm -hmm. i'll print them i'll look at them a little bit and then i'll put them in a box and put them away okay all right cool so then that's personal work so then um it it differs because we talked about you don't break out the big guns until you get to the paid work. So yes. tell me a little bit more about like your paid work. So paid work, um, <coughs> I, I'll i say that if somebody asks me, hey, what type of photography do you do? Mm-hmm. I'll say two things. I'm a wedding photographer and I am a nature photographer. And though wedding photography, that's, you know, money comes in. It makes sure that my head is above water. I can go buy some Chick-fil-A. I can, <laughs> I can go eat, you know. Um, shout out to Chick-fil-A. Wait. If you're hearing this, sponsor me. Um <laughs> Do you you know that's the okay this is where okay <laughs> you you are the second photographer uh-huh. that I'm talking to mm-hmm. now and this is the second time that mm-hmm. Chick Fil A has been Dude. mentioned. <laughs> Shout out to Chick Fil A again if you're hearing this sponsor me I will do anything. <laughs> Chick Fil A is phenomenal but 
It's, I'm trying to cut back because my addiction is getting worse each year. And the money that I invest into Chick-fil-A is disgusting. <laughs> um, I mean, it's a good chicken sandwich. Dude, a chicken I, sandwich, ew, my, it slaps. It is so good. Come on, man. I I, 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 I don't want this. Uh, I was thinking about this. I don't want this podcast to be controversial. Oh, but what? now, now you know. Oh, what are you? Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> Where are you going with this? I guy? mean, if we're talking about chicken sandwiches, uh-huh. right? You know, there was this whole the big Popeyes, you know, mm-hmm. chicken sandwich came out, mm-hmm. and people were comparing it to. Right. Like, I'm sure you. Had oh, hundred okay, percent. I had sandwich. a. I had one. I had a few actually. Let me yeah. tell you in one set in one sit down. Okay. Popeyes. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Phenomenal, phenomenal. The sauce is great. The texture is phenomenal. Mm. There are days that I have Popeye sandwiches and I'm like, man, like, they're better than Chick fil A. Okay. But my heart belongs to Chick fil A. I like you, Scott. You know? I think, I think no, I like you, man. That, that, that's, that's a great answer. And I'm glad you yeah. answered that way uh-huh. because, um, okay, yeah, sorry, we moved away from photography. <laughs> no, we, no, we, no. We'll get back to it. But um, I, I think that a lot of times, you know, when people hear about like certain things happening, right. you know, like, they feel like they have to be totally on one side no, or the no, other, no, no. right? No. And so I'm, I like your answer because, yeah, I tried a few Popeye sandwiches myself. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's a mood, man. Yeah, man. 100%. You can, you can have, like, you can like more than one song. Oh, 100%. Right? You can, you can have more than one, I don't know, like, I don't want to say, like, there's a favorite song, but, you know, I, I'm not that favorite song sort of yeah. person. I, I got multiple I, favorite colors, you I, know? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> so it, it's the same way. You, you're right, man. Like, you 100%. know, sometimes you're in the mood for Chick-fil-A, sometimes yeah. it's a Popeye day. Yeah, you know? 100%. But... <laughs> Um, my wedding photography, you know, um, when I'm doing wedding photography or I'm doing nature photography, my main camera is my Canon 5D Mark III. Okay. My go-to camera, if I have that in my hand, I know I'm not going to miss a shot because I'm extremely comfortable with my camera. I've had it for, what, say it's like two years or so. Mm-hmm. And that's usually on my desk, hanging out, just chilling. And then when I need to go do a professional work, that's when I grab that. So if I'm doing a wedding, I'll, I'll be shooting with that. Or if I need to go do some astro work, that's when I whip, I, you know, I take that out, you know, got to crank up that ISO, shutter, all that stuff. That's the camera that I can rely on. That's going to get the shot no matter what. Okay. All right. So it sounds like, um, I want to say, because I had, I, of course, I did want to ask you, you know, about what gear you're using. So we got mm-hmm. that Canon um, 5D Mark III. Um, are you curious about the Mark IV? I am. You know, okay. and so kind of falling back on, like, gear. Mm-hmm. Um I love gear and especially like being part of like the whole like tech community specs yeah. catch my attention, you know, Okay. pixels, this and that, all of that, like the more specs it has, like my eyes just light up. But when it comes to photography, it's different, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think that your camera will define you, you know, I don't need a Mark IV because it has, you know, it can do this, it can do that versus my Mark III. My Mark III, I'm extremely comfortable with and that's what I care about, you know, okay. It is the same camera in theory, but I, you know, seeing people go from one ecosystem of cameras to like another one, which a, a, one of the biggest things right now is everybody going to, you know, Team Sony because your Sony can do this, your Sony can do that. Yeah. And 10 out of 10, you know, I've shot with a couple of Sony cameras, um, some friends of mine down in Florida and phenomenal cameras, but I don't feel comfortable with them. You know, okay. I, I love my camera and for me to upgrade to another camera, my would probably have to die, to okay. be honest with you. Or okay. something comes out that is like leaps and bounds, then all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go cough up four thousand dollars because cameras, Jesus Christ, a yes. hobby, they will scam you. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. I know, it's true. It's true, man. So okay, let me I'm gonna put some words in your mouth and you tell me if this is true. Cool, cool. Um it's 
you you love you love to get it like you said like mm-hmm. like anything like anything uh especially you being a tech guy right. of course you're going to see these new new latest specs but the gear that you have in, it's not about the gear that you have in hand it's the fact that that gear that you have in hand doesn't get in the way and allows you to get the job done yes right okay yeah. so i and i love that as a mm-hmm. matter of fact uh, my brother bought um he's starting now t- to get more and more into photography nice and he bought one of the newer. He bought one of the newer Panasonics. I can't remember which one. It's not. It's not like. Well, it's not like an older GH5 or anything. Right. It's not like the latest ones, the SH1 or anything right. like that. Um, but mirrorless. I mean, the camera I shoot was a Nikon D7100. Right. Okay. And I've sat on that camera for I don't know five years or something right. like that. However long it's been out. Right. How, how how comfortable do you feel with that camera? Very comfortable. I'm very comfortable with that camera, right. so that's why I like your answer. So I'm always going to ask the gear question because I'm just curious about like what gear right. people use. Right. But I'm not, but but I'm not asking it because of the gear lust or that you want to say gas or gear acquisition. Right. Yeah, 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 right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not for that at all, man. It's it's more so just you know I, I wonder. I mean, because it does say a little bit about the person as well. 100%. I think you know, yeah. um, and. When I was playing around with my brother's camera, you know, it's a mirrorless camera, I did not feel comfortable at right. all. And, and, and I told him, I said, you know, wow, this is just even showing me. And I've touched the Sony cameras. Right. I've touched different Canon cameras right. because, you know, when you're in a photo community, you're going to be around a lot of other, you know, mm. colleagues, friends. And you're you know, curious, shoot, you know, like, curious. hey, oh, hey, let me use your camera. Let me try it out, you know. That's right. That's right. But, no, I'm happy to say that I'm still very happy, you know, with the D seventy one hundred, and you know, I love it. I mean, there's been a seventy two hundred, there's been right. a seventy five hundred, right, right, right. And there's I, levels, <laughs> yeah. And I and I and I still haven't, you know, been thinking about you know shifting from there. Right. And question for you: mm-hmm. the, when you had those mirrorless cameras in your hand, mm-hmm. what was it that that they didn't like pull you in? I'm so curious because I I would love to give you my answer. Muscle memory. You know, <laughs> my fingers are used to you know where <laughs> right they, they they know where to go. Right. You know, I don't have to look and um. And I don't know, man. It's uh, it's just it's just a feel. Um, this is something that I was thinking I know was going to get into a little later because you know I did skim through your IG. Um, so I'm going to bring up cars. Right? Ooh, you're in the cars. Right? I know you like cars. I, I see, love I cars. I love cars. I love cars. I love okay. cars. So again, you know, for anyone who's listening that likes cars, and you know, you know that just the newest car doesn't mean it's it's going to be the best for a particular person. 100. Right? Um, some older cars, some types of engines, size of engine, displacement engine, how they make power. Right. It's it's you could get into it. Uh, there there are people that I know that like to sew. There's people that I know that whatever the hobby is, the latest and supposedly greatest doesn't mean it's great for that individual. A hundred percent. Yeah, and so that's what works for me. Oh yeah, and you know it's funny like falling back on the whole like tech stuff. You mentioning latest and greatest might not be what you want. You know, um, my day job I work at Apple, and Working around so many customers, people constantly ask me, you know, hey, like the new five thousand dollar MacBook, you know, um, excuse me, not MacBook, Mac Pro. <laughs> um, That's right. You know, I could never buy that. Blah 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 blah. You know, and every person that's ever said that, like, oh, that computer is so expensive, it's ridiculous. Even if it was cheaper, that that um computer isn't for your market. You know, um, there's a lot of things that I, I constantly tell people, you know. You need to go spend $10,000 on the latest and greatest camera for you to get good photos, you know? You need to buy what's for you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it could be a $500 camera. It can be a $600 camera, you know? You need to do the research. You need to see what you like. What is your passion? Uh, are you carrying it daily? Are you doing this? Are you doing that? And that really determines what you do. So 
you might not need the latest and greatest and the money that you're saving from not getting the latest and greatest invested in some glass invested in backing up backing up your media and stuff like that you know there's so many horror stories of people that do a wedding they get home and their sd card is corrupted yeah hasn't happened to me but has uh, not happened to me either you know heard of of those horror stories (laughs) you know right you know yeah yeah so how's the journey been so far man you know you talked about just personal prizes that you have um then we also touched on you know weddings um but do you do and you said weddings in nature yes tell me a little bit about the the actually i'm gonna get back to that journey Mm -hmm. but let's dive a little bit more i think the audience is is clear most people are clear on you know what wedding photography looks like right Right. they've they've been to a wedding they've seen the photographers they've seen the images that are produced Mm -hmm. um not to not to um say that there's nothing special about your wedding photography, but right. is there anything, you know, that you try and do, you know, differently than the average wedding photographer that before um, we get to nature? You know, I've, before I even dive into that, I've met a lot of wedding photographers. I've mm-hmm. worked with other wedding photographers. I've seen other people's work and what they deliver and stuff like that. And you learn a lot and other people's mistakes. I love taking other people's mistakes and mm-hmm. Hey, let me learn from your mistakes so I can make hopefully my company or my brand a little bit better. But photography you know, you capturing somebody's massive day, a wedding day, it's, it's huge, you know. Sometimes I, I walk into a wedding and I'm not really thinking, like, this is the biggest day of their lives, you know. There's, in theory, no room for error. And before I usually work with anybody at all, I, I love meeting with them. I won't sign a contract unless I meet you. That's one thing about me. Okay. Um, I need to meet you. I want to see who you are. I want to get to know you and stuff like that because if – who you are as a person, you know, I'm not saying that I won't work with you because you're, you know, a bridezilla or something, but (laughs) let's say that, you know, I meet you, I can get to know you, I can understand who you are, I can understand like, okay, you know, you are this type of person, so maybe I want to deliver this type of work, you know? Um, You know, you learn the person and you're able to deliver that quality work, but also besides the photography, when you're working for somebody on their biggest day, you want to have some form of connection with them, you know? You want to make their day as easy as possible and that's what I try to do with anybody that I meet, honestly. Anybody that I work with, let me be your friend. Let me let me get you as comfortable as possible with me because if you are stiff, if you are awkward around me or anything at all, that's gonna translate to every single photo that we take. And yeah. I can't I can't Photoshop awkwardness out. Right. <laughs> I can't do that, you know what I mean? Right. I can take a pimple out. But if you're awkward, you're stiff and stuff like that, you the photos are not gonna come out good. And some of the couples that I've worked with that we've built like a phenomenal bond. Uh, one couple that comes to the top of my head, Vanessa and Marco, I worked with them like about a year ago. And so when, when we went to go do the engagement photos, we literally stopped to do engagement photos, went to go get shots, <laughs> came back out, continue yeah. shooting. And like that connection that we made, just nice. like, let's be friends. Let's work together. You know what I mean? Like, yes, you are paying me, but I'm still going to deliver quality work because if you're comfortable with me, that's where the work really excels, in my opinion. Okay. So yeah? <clears throat> do you... So that question on awkwardness, um, have you had that experience before? And this is how you fell into this importance of getting to know people? Yes. So when I first started um, working wedding photography and I started meeting clients and, you know, gaining that trust of, hey, uh, I, can do your, I can do your big day and stuff. I've, I worked with one couple and I, you know, we met once before the wedding. And when we met, it, the interaction wasn't at a personal level, in my opinion. It wasn't very organic. We talked, hey, this is what I want. This is what I can pay. Cool. Boom, boom, sign. Bing, bada, boom. Wedding day came around and I shot, you know, I delivered work. I can say I delivered good work. But comparing that to everything that I did from, you know, from there on out 
world of a difference. You know, I feel confident that I was able to one, build a connection with these people. So I was able to deliver quality work, but two, the fact that I can still talk to these people, I can still connect to these people. A lot of my clients, I still talk to them a lot. Hey, um, so-and-so is getting married. I'm going to refer you and stuff like that. And that's where those like referrals and your, your, the growth of your company continues. If you're delivering quality work for every single person that you're working with, which is hard, but at least you're trying, you're putting the right foot forward, your company or your brand will continue growing 100%. Right, right. Because you care about the, the people. Yeah, I, mean, I care about the people. It's a know? very important day. 100%. Okay. You know? So then now when it comes to, when it comes to, so I'm going to talk a little bit. Not, I'm not going to talk about sales, but I'm thinking mm-hmm. about um, the engagement photos that you mentioned. Right? right. So if you're dealing with a couple, do you find it important that they actually take that part of the package as well because it would help with the wedding day um yes i have noticed that if i meet you and i've worked with you prior of the wedding the wedding just goes a lot smoother you know let's say i unfortunately you don't want engagement photos or i wasn't able to book that or you know due to budgeting so on and so on that's where i'll I'll make sure that okay i didn't get an opportunity to shoot with you but i will meet you beforehand we'll go grab coffee so on and so on you know um Recently, actually, I did a wedding and the people lived a little too far from me for us to be able to like constantly be in communication or meet up a few times before the wedding. So I threw in free engagement photos because I really wanted to work with them beforehand because their wedding was like a massive scale wedding. And I didn't want to walk in there blind. I wanted to make sure that I knew you well. I knew some of your family. I like I went to their house. I met everybody and stuff. So I was fully comfortable and they were comfortable with me, too. And since they were comfortable with me. They were smiling normally, naturally, and stuff like that, and capturing that. Yeah. Cake, 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 cake. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like that was kind of probably like an easy decision for you to, to mm-hmm. throw in there since mm-hmm. you said it was a massive wedding. So yeah. it sounds like there, there was a, there was a, the package itself was already big enough yeah. that wouldn't be a big deal to throw mm-hmm. in engagement photos. Yes. It's a benefit for them, for yeah. the client, because you care about them, but yeah. also a benefit for you because you care about your work and you 100%. want to make sure that you're delivering yeah. something that's great. Right? Yeah. Uh, if, Let's say I, I shoot a wedding and for whatever reason I get home and the photos are not of quality, I, I would not know what to do. You know, yeah. that's why like whenever I am at a wedding, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm fully comfortable with these people. I want to be able to really make that connection. So once I get home and I sit down and I start looking at all that raw media, I feel emotions as well. You know, okay. that's the best thing. Let me tell you, when you do a wedding, you're sitting back on your, your computer and you start going through all the media and you feel good yeah it's like oh man like look how happy they look like i feel happy from that so like i know that when i deliver these photos they're going to be happy as well and i wouldn't trade that for anything okay all right i'm i'm uh, i'm going to store that uh the emotions and the feelings because i Mm -hmm. I do want to get to that too so if you're if you're keeping track we're going to get back to the special project (laughs) (laughs) and then we're going to get we're going to get to those emotions those feelings because I, i think it is an important part of you know um why we do what we do, right? Uh, so now I want to get to like the nature, because to me, bef- you know, before talking about it, I guess to me it feels like a contrast. Okay, we're talking about people, we're talking mm-hmm. about um, it, scenes and events that have been curated, right. you know, uh, planned out, planned exactly, yeah. versus nature. Yeah, <laughs> nature. But you know, yeah, oh, man, I would love to dive into that. You know, and it's funny that you mentioned that about mm-hmm. planning. You know, because. For my astro projects that I do, my first project that I did, that was three months of work. Mm-hmm. And that was constantly looking at the moon phases, looking at when it's going to be cloudy, how, everything. I had to take into consideration so many things, but it was weather. So, like, if it was raining, ah, whatever. You know what I mean? Versus, like, if my clients are sad, okay, that's 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 a world <laughs> of a difference. You know what I that's mean? Right. That's right. Um, 
but like you know falling back into the whole nature stuff my nature work it is two completely different worlds you know because nature is just me in a mountain um i started developing really my my love for nature photography when i went to yosemite in california i'll say like two ish years ago maybe three years ago and yosemite man let yeah. me tell you 10 out of 10. um seeing the entire valley in front of your eyes seeing great fall i mean great falls yosemite falls seeing all of that stuff really like the moment that i saw all that it brought such joy to me i mean me being born in the islands i love nature period but seeing that started like okay i really want to start taking photos of nature i really want to start doing this i want to do that and stuff like that you know from that moment little by little i was trying to like build up my nature portfolio but it's really difficult um because you need to travel you need to go here you need to do that and stuff it's like true. that you know it's, it's really difficult and nature photography you're really investing your own money into it wedding you know you're making your money and stuff like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. um i was recently out in new mexico and we went to white sands we visited a lot of like really cool spots and like be- being able to document that is it's phenomenal but again it's difficult to grow that portfolio because you're investing a lot of money into it unless you're sponsored, which, you know, crossing fingers, North Face, if you're hearing this as well, <laughs> hello. <laughs> North Face or Chick-fil-A, whoever gets to me first, I'm going to say yes, okay? okay. Um, <laughs> so, so so to North Face and anyone else that might be listening, um, <laughs> y- you heard you heard Yosemite and then you heard White Sands mentioned. Uh, definitely um, go to Ace Bugs uh, IG and, yes. and, and, and check out those images. <laughs> you know? Yeah, seeing all that stuff, you know, <laughs> so you can see some of my work, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, falling back on the whole nature work, I, I love nature, 10 out of 10. But when it comes to, like, nature work, the one thing that I truly, truly love is astrophotography. The stars, every single time I go outside and it's a clear night, you for sure are going to catch me staring up. Love the moons, love the stars, understanding how the galaxy works and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. it's a lot to plan you know like right now this time of the year you can't see the milky way so i'm not able to do the astrophotography that i was doing a couple months ago so i need to wait unfortunately so i need to focus on other things but that doesn't mean i can't do the same astrophotography so that's where like the whole planning and you know a wedding is one day astrophotography okay next month we're gonna have a full moon we're having a new moon we're gonna have this this and that yeah. and that's, those are things that are completely out of your control unfortunately because that's how it just how it works that's how the universe works and stuff you know but my astro projects my first one again it was three months of of work you know Mm -hmm. going out i went out on the coldest day of last year it was negative one degrees Mm -hmm. and let me tell you when we finished shooting my camera (laughs) was frozen because i put it up on a like you know put it on my tripod set up the time lapse you know click let it do its thing for like three hours non-stop non-stop clicking and you know Seeing my camera and pushing my camera to its limits of being in negative one degrees, even though I'm sure other photographers are pushing it to yeah. higher or colder situations and stuff. But my shutter, I clicked it. It literally sounded like my shutter was dying. It was just like, click. Like, it was just slowly dying. I was like, oh, my baby, come here. Let me warm you up. <laughs> put, it, put it in the car, go home, look at my media, and boom. Like, 10 out of 10, you know? And as for photography, like, if you get a chance, just look at it, you know? Okay. Um yeah, yeah, I thought, okay, you know what? Uh, here we are. Here I am talking to Scott. I thought, I think it's interesting. I, I, I saw the images, you know, on, on your um, IG. And I thought, you know, I, I never, I've never tried that out. I've never tried to um, take up that challenge because I know there's a challenge. Like you said, you got to plan with the weather. Yeah. Um, and then I know there's like a different technique, you know, to it that I haven't thought about. Do you want to yeah. talk about the technique a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so for astrophotography, that's, you know, kind of diving into that. Um, the way I do my 
my photos or I do my time lapse. My time lapse are multiple pictures stitched up into a video. And for example, let's say that I'm taking photos for an hour. That hour can equal six seconds, yeah. you know, which is ridiculous, you know, yeah. because let's say that you went 30 minutes or 45 minutes into this and you messed up your white balance or you you did something wrong. Those are 45 minutes down the drain, you know? Mm-hmm. And let's say the moon is coming out behind the mountains to your left. Crap, you got to keep going. Shoot as much as possible, you know? And that's something that I constantly ran into. But, um, you know, falling back into time lapse, for my time lapse, what I usually do is, you know, I'll set up my settings depending on how many stars I want to collect, so on and so on. And um, one thing I, I highly recommend people is whenever you're going to do astrophotography or is it something that you're looking into getting, you you really need a full frame camera, you know? Crop sensors are great, but full frame you want to be able to capture everything. You know, you don't want to be you don't want to punch in so much because you also want to shoot with a wide lens. Um, I'm usually shooting with like a 16, 35 millimeter, 16. I'll open it up. Even though mine is a 2.8, I highly recommend if you can get something under 2.8, so you can really collect as much light as possible. It makes a world world of a difference. Okay. You know? is the astrophotography is that for you or I mean okay. It is for you. Right. I know that because I'm, I'm listening to you talk about um, working for one hour for six seconds, you know, worth of footage, right? <laughs> it's a lot. And then you talked about a negative one degrees and you the know? cold and all yeah. that, you know. So it sounds like, you know, you're not going to go through all that, you know, if you don't enjoy it. Right. Um, is there a greater plan uh, to help, I guess, fund this or is it just, um, I guess, fun for Adamus? <laughs> Man, uh, all of the above. <laughs> okay. It's fun for me. I love it. Okay. Um. I, one thing that I'm slowly getting into is camping. Like I want to be more out in nature and stuff like that. And if I'm going to be in the middle of nowhere shooting the stars, I need, I'd be able, I need to know how to build a fire. <laughs> I need a, I need a tent. I need all that stuff. So that's one thing that I'm also kind of learning on the side, but my astrophotography, I do it because I like sharing it. I love the stars and a lot of people, especially in this area, the DMV area, we're so close to DC that light pollution ruins it. You know, you look up and if you're, Rockville and further south for you to even see the stars is ridiculous it's really really difficult you know um all my astro uh astro work I usually have to drive at least an hour if not more north just so I can start getting a little bit you know mm-hmm. for us our like the human eye we can see it cool we can see a couple but once you aim your camera at the sky and you crank up that ISO you don't want to crank up the ISO too much you don't want too much noise you know so the further away you are from light pollution, the better. And there's a lot of like websites and stuff like that that can help you figure out all the dark spots, you know, going to Shenandoah, um, Cunningham Falls further north. Anybody in like the Germantown area, I probably recommend Cunningham Falls is a phenomenal place because Shenandoah, that's like what, three-ish hours away from us? Sometimes I think four? so. It's, yeah, it's, I think so. I know I've been, I got, I've, I've been yeah, out there a lot. It, it's, yeah, it, I like it's, it. It's fully worth it, but yeah. you know, for you to drive four hours, mm-hmm be up till three in the morning documenting and then driving back home that is super super tough i've done it a few times and luckily i had other people that we would take turns driving and stuff like that but it's it's difficult and it being difficult that's what i love no that's what i love i i I might not love it but uh (laughs) hey man i might come out there with you you know um okay so this it it, to me it feels like the experiences are very different we're talking about again like i said the contrast right? right um let me ask, are you, do you think you have an introverted or extroverted personality? Oh, man. Hey, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> so the second you met me, we've been cracking jokes. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're very extroverted. Yeah. Man. So, um, 
And now, you know, I don't know. I, I haven't really thought this one all the way through, but is uh, I, I would guess that, uh, no, I, okay, let me say this. The extrovert, to me, it feels right to shoot weddings. Yes. But it feels more like an introverted thing to want to be out there, yes. you know, shooting the stars, man. Yes. So, so. And that's where I can, like, because I, I love talking to people. Um, mm. Both of my jobs, I'm constantly talking to people and stuff, you know? Um, and I feel like for you to really succeed, in photography, you need you need to be able to communicate with people, you know? You need to be able to land that gig. You need to be able to win that person over, that CEO. Hey, let me work for your company. Let me do this and stuff like that. And your photography might be the literally the best thing out there. But if you can't hold a conversation, you can't talk to somebody, why would I hire you, you know? Yeah. I don't I want to be able to connect with you, you know? Um and I've seen that firsthand. I've seen tons of tons of photographers at massive events talking to the CEO I'm like man that should be me and I'm, I'm seeing them talk and the photographer is so nervous or he can't hold a conversation mm-hmm. he's literally sinking but me going out and doing astro work that's when I'm like all right let me unwind let that's me disconnect from the world let me put my phone on airplane mode it's me my camera and the skies you know okay. versus when I'm with weddings and stuff like that I'm now having fun. I'm shooting. You'll probably catch me on the dance floor dancing some bachata <laughs> with some people, but I yeah. it's, it's having fun. And that's why every wedding I've ever done, I've never considered a job. It's like, okay, hey, we're friends. Oh, you want me to take pictures? Sure, why not? You know, like stuff like that. So I'm documenting your day and I'm having fun literally from the beginning to end. Okay, okay, cool. And I think that actually gets into like the... We were talking about like you know these photos giving you something right like right. like like that that joy that happiness you know right. of seeing the images sounds like the extroverted personality it it serves you you know in in that scene with the wedding it also sounds like it serves you doing the astro photography because now this is a time to unwind so you know we we're seeing where where it fits in yeah, now and breathe yeah <laughs> I feel like um, we've also skirted around. The special project, right? You, you talked about you have this. Yeah, uh, like I kind of like website. And my toes were like. <laughs> we touched it a you few know? times. So, uh, so let's get into it. You know, what, what is uh, what's going on? What's the special project? So I finished my last one. My last one, I was out in New Mexico, and I've only, in theory, now have done two astro projects, like big ones. My first one was, uh, I think, about a thirty-second video of the stars, like with the how the Earth rotates and stuff you know, put some audio on top of it. Like, it, it, awesome, awesome. But that was three months of work. This one, when I went to New Mexico, it was one night to shoot, you know? It was supposed to be two, but unfortunately, we went out to New Mexico when we were in the White Sands. We weren't able to camp out due to them doing nuclear testing. Mm, so, okay. you know, it's kind of yeah, big. kind of dangerous. You know, kind of dangerous. Yeah. So we weren't able to camp out there, and that kind of ruined it. So I was supposed to have two nights. White Sands, which I planned super, super heavily, which got ruined, and then when we went further down near Marfa, Marfa actually has like like a viewing place that you can see like the Milky Way like flawlessly because there's almost no light pollution out there. So the fact that you can see the Milky Way with your eyes, man, your camera just takes all of that in. So I was shooting for, I did a time lapse for about an hour and a half. Mm. And I slowed down the, the video. I, I slowed down everything, added some effects so I can stretch six seconds into like 15 seconds, which was enough for viewing, you know? Yeah. But my next project, I haven't fully decided. I don't have it concrete at this moment because I'm still thinking. I still want to alter some things around and stuff like that. But I really want to get into underwater photography. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I really want to get into underwater photography. Um, That's awesome. Whales, sharks, I wanted to too. stuff like that. I love it. But, <laughs> man, 
Did you look at the gear? <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. There it is. Uh, underwater housing. Yeah, <laughs> man. I'm about to sell a kidney or something because, geez, it's, it's very expensive. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm going to try to not let that hold me back too much. If I need to sell a kidney, I'll sell a kidney. You know, yeah. screw it, whatever. I don't need anyone. Um, but I have a slight fear. Of I I went on a cruise recently and being on the cruise the first day, let me tell you, I was freaking out. Being in the middle of the ocean, even though I love nature, yeah. the ocean it just gets to me, you know. So we went, we one of the islands that we stopped on for the cruise, we went on a boat in basically in the middle of the ocean, kind of like just seeing stuff. And we were talking to the people driving the boat. I'm like, is there any sharks here? And they're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? So. The first thing I need to do is beat that fear. Yeah. You know, I, if I'm going to be in water, I need to be comfortable being in water. And if there's anything down there, I can't be, I can't be scared, you know, mm-hmm. but like, that's the fear because we don't know what's down there. You know, we don't, yeah. we don't. it's not, it's not, our, it's not our world, but it, it's it beautiful. Is it is beautiful. Right. To be and that's why I want to document it. Yeah. I want to see, you know, there's tons of photos that I see on Nat Geo of, you know, people in the water seeing all these beautiful sharks, whales, tons of animals. And I'm like, Dude, I want to do that. Like, okay. I need to do that. Okay. I don't think that project will happen anytime soon, though, unfortunately. Okay. Only because we live up here. It's cold. Waters aren't what you need. If you want to do something like that, you would have to go either, like, further south, like Florida, stuff like that. That's, like, what people are telling me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides that, because that's more like, a, like I'll say, like, the next five years, mm-hmm. you know? For me right now, I want to do another astrophotography, um, another astro work. Um but I I don't want to do the same style that I did beforehand, you know, because the projects that I've done beforehand are the stars moving across and some cool effects being but I'm cool. I want to I want to take it to the next level, you know, okay. I want to see how I can implement somebody into it, maybe lighting up the sky with a flashlight or adding something to it. You know, mm-hmm. I have so many ideas, but okay. it's so hard. to. Uh, let me I, I want to say this, man. Mm-hmm. So. Your white sand photo that's on your um, Instagram, mm-hmm. um, it, it, I, and I know you said like your your, your months of planning um, went uh, to waste, right? Because yeah. you were only able to get like one night there. But unfortunately, I'm curious. To, I will. I, I'm curious to see here when you hear when you say that. I'm curious to see. I wonder what the other photos look like because <laughs> I thought that I think you had two uh-huh. two photos yeah. that I saw. They were quite. Epic Thank to you. me. Thank I thought you. they were, <laughs> you know, you. they were epic. So, that, so that's so that's good. Um, now this leads into this question. Like, so when it comes to photography, you know, what is it? What what are, what are you chasing? You know, I'm going to compound this question. I usually mm-hmm. ask these questions. You know, I'm mm-hmm. um, separate. But what are you chasing in photography, mm-hmm. right? And I'm and I'm going to like um, help you to help you think about that. Let's mm-hmm. take it back to the cars, right? Because if someone's into uh, and I do this a lot. If anyone talks to me, man, I always take things. Especially if I know another guy likes cars, <laughs> I know I can take it there because yeah. it's, you can understand. Right, right. So if someone's into cars, they're either trying to build the fastest car, they're trying to either build um, the flashiest car, or mm-hmm. they're trying to build a car that has um, the most various Japanese components on it, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. So now to bring that question back to photography, um, what is it in photography that you're trying to chase? Or you know, achieve. Man, Oof. thank God I, Oof. thank <laughs> God I came ready for this one because I had a feeling. <laughs> if you caught me off guard, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's terrible. But okay, okay, so what am I chasing? Um, I have a goal, and that goal I set it up. I would say, say like a year ish ago, 
where I stand right now as a wedding slash nature photographer, I love wedding photography, but I want to slowly leave it behind. And I want to fully devote myself to nature photography. Nature photography that I am traveling around the world, me, my tent, my camera, my gear, and I'm documenting beautiful locations to share it to the world. But my end goal right now is to hopefully, crossing fingers, eventually end up working for National Geographics. That's the goal, you know? Okay. Um, traveling on your own your own budget, your own money, it is it is tough, you know? Um, so you have to be able to properly budget your money and see like, okay, if I'm gonna go here, this is how much I'm spending, so on and so on, which, you know, money comes and goes and stuff, but you gotta be smart about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if I can end up in National Geographics, at least get my foot inside of it, I feel like that's a world in its own, you know? I've met a couple photographers that work on NGO and they seem so happy. And what I do right now, I'm so, so happy, but if I continue being happy with my work, and do this for the next 10 years, it would be phenomenal, you know? Mm-hmm. That That's the goal, okay. you know? Um, being able to do what I love, but also get kind of paid for it. That'd be kind of cool, you yeah. know? That and Gio or North Face. Uh, <laughs> either or whoever wants to take me, you know? Please. Yeah. yeah. Did you, have you, um, have you met it? So you said you met a couple of photographers for National Geo. Yeah. Uh, are there, like, which do you have any uh, maybe it's those that you already met mm-hmm. or maybe it's um other photographers that you just happen to see their work out there mm-hmm. um other people then maybe they're not even photographers that work in that space mm-hmm. is there anyone that you would love to shadow yes jimmy chen okay his work is <laughs> woo, phenomenal I, I look at his stuff and i'm like man that is that's a dream right there um okay. he did a, he he did a documentary not too long ago, or I, I don't know if he fully did it himself, but he assisted in it. Um, Free Solo. I won't. I, I, I saw it. I, I saw that. A, I, I amazing, it. Yeah. amazing stuff. And mm-hmm. that's when I really started like really seeing his work and seeing like, man, his stuff is phenomenal. And mm-hmm. seeing his stuff is like, it's a goal. And every time I look at his work, I jump on Instagram. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna reach that. You know, I, I feel like nothing can hold me back except for myself. You know, you just gotta continue doing and just striving towards it. Okay. All right, cool. I think that's a, I think that's a cool goal, and I I really feel like the uh, I I think it's I actually think it's awesome because uh, free solo. <laughs> you saw that he, you saw that he was going up the the side of those yeah. mountains with this yeah. guy. I have, yeah. I, and I've listened to a few um, podcasts, you know, when he was talking about that. I don't think I'm the most outdoorsy kind of guy, but right. I do think it's you know it's it's I I do like nature right. and I and I do like being around it. I I like being around it, especially when I know someone is there that <laughs> right, right, has right, that right, knowledge. Right, 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 you know, right, right. so you mentioned something earlier about I need to know how to camp. You know how to you know put fires together. Yeah. So that's bringing it all together. Yeah. So you got to have that cool. skill because if you're out in nature. And you don't know how to like defend yourself or survive. That's right. If you're out there camping for 24 to 48 hours, you got to be okay with that. That's right. Yeah. All right. All right. So Scott Adamas, I don't know. I'm gonna keep saying your name, man, because I like it. Um, <laughs> I, we've uh, we we talked about like some great things, man. We talked about weddings. We talked about nature. We talked about what sounds like um, the north north star for you. You know, when mm-hmm. it comes to uh, photography, is there anything that we didn't touch on that that you'd like to get out? Man, well, you know, have you know something that I, I will give some advice on. A lot of people that do photography, they don't know how to handle their system, if you will. Um, having like an, an IT background, having an IT background, I mean, you don't need an IT background, but at least know how to have an external hard drive to back up your stuff, how your Lightroom catalog work, how that system works, 
because it will save you massive, massive headaches down the road, you know? I've helped out tons of people at my own job that the Lightroom catalog just like crashes out, but it crashes out because they're not taking care of it. They're not making sure that everything is properly organized, stuff like that. If you're doing photography, always have a backup method. Plan A, B, and also C. Okay. You know? So we started off the podcast talking about backups, and we're going to end it on the same <laughs> <We're gonna note. laughs> cool. So it's very important. So, uh, okay, again, everybody uh, look out for Scott Adamas. That is Ace Bugs on Instagram. Uh, we have a website that's going to be coming back out very soon, so we're going to look forward to that. Yes, acebugs.com. I mean, hmm. I mean, give me like a month, please. <laughs> okay. All right. And uh, please continue to listen to this space and continue to subscribe to uh, Sean RL, Sean in Real Life. Uh, also, to announce here at the end of this podcast is that um, just released is uh, SeanIRL.com. So you can go there to see where um, all um, past episodes and any future episodes that come out, but on there as well. Uh, go there to look up um, articles and any other work as well. Also, what we'll try and do for this one is Scott um, take an image or two of yours um, to put in to to use as a podcast image. That'd be great, so people can see some of this. Uh, I'll these make stars. sure that happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you so much, man. Thank you.